expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in So much clearer Welcome to today's episode of Oshu. We are doing the ever-desired episode of Photography Horror Stories. I think this is part three. I think we've done this three times. But I'm joined today by Charlie. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Yes, I hope they are doing well, too. (laughs) Um, I think so. We've done this three times, and each time they've been pretty funny. Um, This time I'm excited. I've read through these, but Charlie hasn't. Well... I caught him reading through one right before we started. But um, so Charlie's all going to be a genuine reaction. Yeah, it's hard not to peek, you know. I mean, they're just all sitting there and (laughs) I had a hard time not looking ahead. So, yeah, it's okay. Um, So, yeah, I'm very excited for the episode. Before we get into it, let's do some life updates because Charlie's here and he hasn't done an episode with me in a while because he's been in Maryland and he got back a couple of days ago. So, Charlie, I'm thankful you're back. It's good to be back. It, we had a great time out in Maryland. It was kind of a crazy trip. A lot of stuff happened. Our truck ended up breaking down at the end of the trip. So we had to stay a couple of days longer than we were expecting. But, you know, the work was good. And it's even better to be home. Yeah, I'm happy you're home. Um, yeah, so that was a thing that was recent. And we just booked tickets to go to New York City um, during Christmas time. We're not missing like our family Christmas, but we're going during Christmas time. So we're excited. Yeah, we're actually going to New York City to join my other side of the family for their family Christmas. So yeah, it'll be cool. We're going to spend a couple of days in the city. And then I have family that lives kind of in Jersey, only 45 minutes outside of New York City. So it'll be a good time. Yeah, very excited for that. We're going to get lots of good Christmas vibes, lots of good Christmas content. Um, but I honestly, I'm excited to go to Empanada Mama. <laughs> yes, that is one of our classic stops. Yes, it's so good. If you don't know, it's like this empanada restaurant that does like everything's an empanada. So they do like the main course. They have like pizza empanadas. And then like for dessert, they have like dessert style empanadas. It's literally so good. Like anything can be an empanada. And I didn't know that until wasn't, I went there. I, I just am trying to think about there was one. Wasn't it like a chocolate banana or something yeah. like that? One of the dessert ones that we had that I tasted. It was like heaven. It was so good. I'm pretty sure it was chocolate something. Either way, that's going to be a must thing that we have to do. We did used to live in upstate New York. So we've been to the city a few times um but i feel like there's always new places for us to explore so it'll be fun yeah and i kind of grew up spending time in new york city when i would visit my family in jersey around christmas when we would go every once in a while and you know for those of you who are familiar with new york city around christmas there's just a certain kind of 
magical touch energy to the city. So, yeah and i've i've had the chance to be able to experience that but i don't think cassidy has um, well maybe she's like we went one time that was close around like the end of uh november yeah um kind of thanksgiving black friday weekend we were over there and there was like a kind of a little bit of a rumble of christmas coming but it wasn't like full-on new yeah. york city christmas yet I'm, so that's the point yeah. i'm excited about I'm very excited. I one of the things that I want to do is go ice skating um, in Rockefeller Center, right? That's yeah. where it is. Yeah, yep. I'm excited. I it might be very cliche, very basic, but that's just something that I want to do. So hopefully we can do that. All right. I think that's basically it for life updates, other than the fact that it is literally snowing outside while we're recording this. Um, but we're just going to act like that's not happening. It's snowing. We just got new tires on our car yesterday. We are prepared and adults. We are prepared and broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tires cost a lot of money. All right. Let's get into these stories. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, let's, I'll let you read the first one. Okay. Um, so this one, some of these are anonymous and then some of these are, from people that gave me their Instagrams or just like their names. So this one's from Hannah Heigl Photography and that is their Instagram name. Um, okay. Okay. So this girl reached out to me to do portraits and we did the shoot and they turned out great. We both love them and we vibed with each other. So me and this girl parentheses client, we're talking about getting drinks soon. I went on Instagram to show my mom the girl's page and couldn't find it. Oh, no, I know where this is going. Um, of course, I know where it's going. I read it. Um, I searched for it on my personal account and boom, it was there. That's literally the worst feeling. So she had blocked me. I was super confused and spent several days stumped as to why she would block me. About a week later, she DM'd me and threatened to sue me because ever since I posted one of her pics, she had been getting hit on by men. Super not cool, and I addressed it on my story, keeping her anonymous. But my contract clearly states that I own the rights to my photos, and I can use them for advertising purposes if I choose. I ended up just taking the L and removing the post, but I'm still, to this day, blocked, and several of her friends have reached out to me telling me how unprofessional I am. I am so confused. That's pretty tough. That is very tough. And this kind of reminds me of my problematic clients episode that I just did. Um, I feel very bad for you. I'm sorry that you you had to go through that, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough because you, can, you can't control people's reactions to your posts. And, you know, like obviously depending on what your content is, that definitely can change people's reactions. But I'm talking about even if it's just like wholesome, nothing out of the blue yeah. regular content um just it, it just really is unfortunate that that's the way people responded and had to track down the girl that you had taken photos of yeah it sucks when it's something that's just completely out of your control something like this um and obviously you didn't have intentions of this person reacting that way and you can't control if someone hits on her that is just I don't know. Just a weird, it's a weird thing that happens. And I mean, I don't know if they like, they probably went and like told people about the situation too, which sucks because it's really like, like you didn't do anything. Like you posted about them. I guess maybe you, you could just like not tag them if something like that 
is happening. Like I know people who don't tag their clients in their posts because they don't want their clients like getting reached out to and stuff. But that's just very weird that like she just blocked you and then DM'd you. Like, I don't know. Like, why would she block you? Yeah. And the other side is like that girl getting her crew to come after you as well. Yeah. That's tough. And it's tough. I feel like it's, I just don't feel like that's really your fault, but whatever. All right. Let's move on to the next one. All right, here we are. This one is from Chelsea Cassidy, and here is her story. A couple years ago, I did a wedding, and it ended up starting about 45 minutes late. Because we were losing the sun fast, I wanted to get the couple couple's bridles done first, since I think they're the most important, and we could postpone the family group shots till we got back. We left the venue to go to a location with a great view, and when we got back, Maybe 30 to 45 minutes later, the mother of the bride was laying on the ground and she was completely drunk. In fact, half of the guests were trashed and we still had to do family pictures. I'll spare you all the cringy details, but there was definitely tears. (laughs) And in every photo of the bride's family, they all had droopy eyes and couldn't focus on what was going on. Definitely one of my wedding horror stories. Okay, so that is, like, one of my worst nightmares. That's horrible. It's so hard to control, like, how much alcohol people consume at weddings. And especially, like, during family photo time, there's, like, um, like lulls in family photos where people can wander off, go get a drink, and come back. Or people, like, ask if they can get drinks before family photos. And that's just, like, a weird situation to be in. I'm... I'm sure like it would be a good idea to have something in your contract that says if you are incapacitated like that I'm not responsible if the photos don't turn out super great. That is just hard. That's hard. Yeah, I feel like you could almost write an entire episode based on just horror stories surrounding family, family photos. photos yeah i think so too maybe i should do that goodness if i oh mean if you're out there and you have other family photos that family photo horror stories i mean just between cassidy and i i feel like we could write some pretty oh, funny ones yeah but, oh goodness i'm like shuddering thinking about some of the <laughs> situations that we were in over this past wedding season that's so funny that it was a mother of the bride and she was laying on the ground Oh, gosh. I wonder if, like, the bride and groom were drunk or if it was just the family. Well, probably not because the photographer had taken the bride and groom to right. do bridal portraits. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, that's a good idea to get the bridal portraits out of the way first because, I mean, those are important. And if the sun sets, at least you got those done. But, man, in this situation, I don't know. I feel like you can speed through bride and groom portraits really fast but you can't speed through family photos so i think i almost would have done those first and then just done like rapid fire bride and groom photos yeah i think the hardest part of coordinating the family photos is obviously just getting the individuals together and if you've waited when they already have alcohol in their bodies too it's like it just compounds really quickly so well if you're and if you're coming like right out of the ceremony or something it's just like everybody's already there just try and get it done as quickly as you can yeah like it's it's easier when they 
don't have an opportunity to go into the reception space because I've done family photos where we do stuff before and then it's family photos and it's like impossible to get people out of cocktail hour. Like seriously, it's like a miracle if we can get everyone out of there. So yeah. And I feel like that always sets the family up for conflict too. If you're trying to gather up people that aren't paying attention and there's like a mom that's waiting on a husband or Mm -hmm. I don't know, some, I don't know, like a, like a long lost brother that's causing issues and he's just like off on the side doing his own thing and making yeah. everybody mad because he's not coming over for the one shot that they need. It's just like, there's so many room, so much room for, mm-hmm. or so many different reasons that things could go crazy. So, yeah. I mean, that's just family portraits in general. I feel like there's, that's always where like the family drama comes out. Yeah. Like that's when all of the secrets they just surface and everyone hates each other oh boy yeah well <laughs> noted we definitely will revisit and share some of our craziest family photo moments yeah maybe i'll do like another poll on my instagram with just family photo submissions because that would be that would be interesting all right let's go to the next one um this one is short but i just, <laughs> uh, i just included it because i thought it was funny um dude i forgot my zoom lens to a wedding so i covered the entire thing on my 35 millimeter the entire gallery was beautiful but still crying laughing face and i th- i don't know like i just included that because i shoot a lot on my 35 so i feel like and I know people who shoot like an entire wedding day on 35. I guess the only time I wouldn't want a 35 is maybe during the ceremony. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Like I know people who literally shoot and they stand right up next to the couple at the ceremony, like with 35. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was funny because it's like, you know, it like the photos still turned out great because the 35 is a good lens. But if that's like your worst horror story, it's not even that bad, honestly. Yeah, I mean, an honestly way to roll with the punches and still deliver a good product, you know? Yeah. All right, uh, Charlie, you got the next one. Yeah, um, so the next one is from Ivy. I was checking in with the bridal party five minutes before the ceremony was supposed to start to find the bride in tears. Apparently, her veil was just not what she wanted. So right then and there, she took scissors to it. Everyone else had kind of gone off to start the ceremony, so I offered to help. To paint the scene, it's now three minutes to the ceremony. Oh, gosh. And I'm cutting my bride's hairpiece off the veil. Oh, my gosh. At least it wasn't her hair, like cutting the bride's hair. That would be horrible. Sorry, continue. No, here's the rest (laughs) of it. I just remember thinking, wow, I hope nobody gets angry at me for this. LOL. Luckily, it was the right choice because the bride looked beautiful and so happy. It's not the worst story, but it's definitely one from my books. Yeah. No, that is bravery at its finest. I... Yeah, you jumped into the fire with that one. Yeah. I. If someone asked me to do that, I don't really know like what I would do. I guess I would do it, but I would be so hesitant. I would try to look around for a bridesmaid or literally anyone that could do it except me. Well, and the other thing is... I don't know, maybe this is just me and I don't haven't really paid that close attention to bride's hair, but usually the veil is not something that's like locked to a girl's head. Usually it just like pops in and out with that kind of like yeah. comb look at that. Yeah, it right? does. So, so did she cut it did with she have to cut the hair piece? 
Was it like tied oh. into the veil or something? Oh, it did say cutting off the bride's hair piece off the veil. So maybe there was like a thing on the veil that she didn't want. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't really understand what is being cut. Well, mm. either way, that's, that is quite a thing to do right before the ceremony. Well, yeah, because I'm just thinking to myself, like, can't you just pull the veil yeah. out? Right. <laughs> but even still, you're like changing the thing that was supposed to be in the hair, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's more just me not necessarily understanding what it is that they're doing. But regardless, that last second change of her appearance and you being the one that's doing it for her, uh, props to you yeah. because I don't know if we would have been doing that. Photographer of the year award goes to Ivy. Way to be Ivy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I have the next one. This one's from Carlene. So I was photographing this wedding and there was a videographer that I've never met before. The first few minutes were fine. And then he suddenly started telling me what shots are good to take, what I must do, camera settings to use, etc. I immediately told him like, bruh, I know what I'm doing. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> I, I can picture this person saying that. He then proceeded to tell my assistant, who's actually my long-term boyfriend, to grab my backup camera and start sh second shooting. I'm so glad that I didn't just stay quiet about it and let it slide because this guy was straight up disrespectful. I looked him straight in the eye and told him that yet again, I know what I'm doing and he will not be telling my assistant what to do as it's blatantly disrespectful and quite frankly, I've had enough of it. So I thought after this talk that everything would be fine. Haha, <laughs> no. After the ceremony, we, we were getting ready for the photos when the bride and groom walks through the confetti. I inform, I inform the videographer where I'll be standing for these photos. He then proceeds to walk right in front of me the whole time blocking every single shot. I confronted him about it and he said, well, he said, well, he'll give me the video and I can screenshot it. <gasps> like, no, that's not my work. I cannot put my name on it. Like, hello. <laughs> it was just such a bad experience. Honestly, when it comes to the couple session as well, he didn't even pose them either. We've had some <laughs> interesting experiences and I can kind of relate and the feeling that I get from working with some people that are difficult, it kind of makes me... Are you getting like, flashbacks? I'm, I'm getting like secondhand <laughs> ups, upset for this person. Yeah. Um, that is... Okay, straight up disrespectful. I would agree with that statement. Uh, there's like a certain point and I did, I did an episode on how to work with videographers but like on a wedding day, usually it's the photographer who's doing posing and like, like the videographer like can definitely do their own thing, but like you need to check in with the photographer and photographer needs to check in with the videographer. So the fact that they stood in front of you, that's not cool. I honestly can't believe they did that. Well, and they're like trying to get her boyfriend to like, yeah, on her back second shoot because she doesn't know what she's doing. Y yeah, that's. That's just rude. And like, why does it even matter? Like you're not like the videographer is not responsible for how the photos turn out. So why does it matter what they're doing? And like, why does the boyfriend need to step in? And I just have a lot of questions. This is too much for me. I am getting like flashbacks to working with specific videographers. Like sometimes it's very rare, but we get a videographer that I'm like, whoa, like I'm just not vibing right now.
it's very, very rare. Like it only happened like once this year, but man, that sucks. And it's like, why is the videographer causing like almost drama with the photographer on the wedding day? Like it's not about the videographer. It's not about the photographer and the fact that he ruined shots. Like that's just like, I almost feel like it's like sabotage or something, you know? Yeah. There's a certain level of synergy between a videographer and a photographer on the wedding day that can really compliment and make things go really well. But if you run into somebody like this, or maybe if you're out there and you are one of these people, (laughs) (laughs) you got to be careful because you can really screw up a a wedding day if you're not watching out for it. So Yeah. All right, Charlie, you got the next one. All right. Here is Madison Snowden's story. So uh, I decided to take my couple (laughs) to one of the more quiet areas on the beach. (laughs) I'm just laughing at how you started that sentence. Well, she put so with like three or four O's on the end of it. So you said that's so. so. Um, all right. So I decided to take my couple to one of the more quiet areas on the beach. You know, you know when you sorry. Um, you know, you know when you can feel that something isn't right, but just haven't figured out what. So we are walking along the beach to get to this location, and we see an old man and a woman in front of us. The old man was walking out of the water holding a Frisbee in front of him. Well, he takes the Frisbee away, and he is wearing no bathing suit or anything. I mean, full frontal view. Then his wife proceeds to get out of the water completely naked, too. Number one. Pensacola is definitely not a nude beach. Number two, they had to be at least 60. Okay, I'm crying. First of all, I'm just laughing at like the very first part of you reading that. I just feel like you struggled so hard. Yeah, it's hard for me to like envision the way that these people texted or like wrote out, typed out what they're trying to tell us, how they would say it. So it's like trying to read it as they would be typing it. And it just took me a minute to get into the flow. That that. first sentence, they said, you know, when you can feel that something isn't right, but you just haven't figured out what. <laughs> you just the way you read that was funny. Yeah, sorry, Madison. I'm not trying to butcher your story. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I'm not Madison, so I don't know if it's okay, but it's okay to me. Um also this story, like I just I can't with like the fact that it's not a nude beach. The fact that it's like you brought your couple there for a session. Like, what are the chances that this happens? It just isn't Pensacola like a really big beach? Too? I have no idea. Listen, people, we're from Michigan. We don't go. We don't, don't go, to, go to like big beaches or anything. We that go are to like, Miami. <laughs> yeah, we have family in Miami, but it's not like we are big time beach travelers. So we're pretty ignorant when it comes to different places. But when I hear Pensacola, I think of a pretty like decently sized public beach. Sure. So here's just this like sixty year old couple. Yeah. On a day, like, trying to life. find a little bit of a quieter spot. Yeah. Like, hey, let's uh, do our thing. You They're know? just trying to tan the cheeks, you know? Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. I can't imagine, like, that happening on a, at a session. Like, what do you even do? Like, I guess you, I would just maybe joke it off and be like, ha, ha, ha. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like trying to envision standing there with the bride and the groom. It's not. Uh, it's a session. So it says a couple. Oh, excuse me. With the couple that they're with. Either way, you're with another couple and you're all 
seeing the same exact thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd be speechless. Yes, honestly. I think I would I be too. I don't know what I would oh say, my gosh. if anything. Can you even imagine? All right. I This next one is anonymous. Um, so one time I got a migraine while I was shooting a wedding. And one of my worst side effects is nausea and vomiting. Fantastic. I made it through most of the wedding day just fine and hid the fact that I had had one until we were sitting at dinner right before speeches and couldn't hide it anymore. I had to throw up so badly, but the only bathroom was a multi stall bathroom and I didn't want any of the guests to hear me. I literally ran outside to the back of the venue and threw up in a bush and then came back into the venue to the bride and groom waiting on me to start speeches because I had disappeared. I pray nobody saw me and I hope the bride and groom didn't think I was the worst photographer for running off without any notice. I'm like, <laughs> I'm triggered because I get headaches like this, but I don't vomit. But still, like, I know what it feels like to just have this overpowering headache. Ugh. Especially during a wedding. That's like the worst time to get them because you have no choice. It's like, suck it up. You got to shoot, you know? Yeah. Some of these horror stories are hilarious. And then some of them are just really unfortunate. And when you get a migraine... And I personally do not really run into migraines like that, but I have been with Cassidy long enough to know that really when there is a strong enough migraine, there's really nothing she can do about it other than just give it time and rest. And so props to you for picking yourself up by your bootstraps and yeah. doing what you had to do to get through that day because that takes a lot of guts, you know? Yeah. And I wonder if this person was still able to like keep shooting afterwards, like, the speeches and stuff. It sounds like it sounds like they just were able to continue on. Wow. That is crazy. And the fact that you threw up in a bush, like I have a hard time throwing up like in a bag, like on the road or something. Like I, I like literally need a toilet or it's nothing for me. Like I'll, I guess you can't hold in puke, but like in a bush that is like, that's a desperate situation. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know. That's <laughs> I'm so sorry for you that you had to experience that, whoever you are. Yeah, whoever you are. All right, let's move on to the next. Yeah, so here's the next one. Just so you know, the next couple are anonymous as well. So here it is. So I'm trying to do weddings, and I was doing the getting ready, fo- getting ready pictures as a favor for a family friend. Day of everything. On day of, <laughs> everything is going great. I'm having fun. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just on the struggle bus reading right now. So day of, everything is going great. I'm having fun. And then when everyone starts getting ready, I start to get a migraine. Oh, another migraine We're story. on a, a migraine train right now. I didn't realize I did that. Um, no big deal. I take an Advil. But then it goes south. I don't know if it was all the hairsprays, <laughs> the food, or the fact that the house was so hot. But I got super nauseous. I tried my best to hide it and just acting like I just had and and just acting like I just had to use the bathroom and I would go in and throw up and act like nothing happened. I finished doing that last couple of pictures of putting on the dress and finishing touches when I felt it in the back of my throat. No. I held it as long as I could and bolted to the only bathroom in the house just as the bride is about to go outside and do do first looks with her dad. I threw up. They asked if I was coming out. I yelled back yes, 
and threw up again as quiet as I could. Oh my gosh. To this day, I didn't tell any of them because I was so embarrassed. I cleaned myself up and went outside to help the bride. I did not make it to the reception that day. Okay, so my question is, if you didn't tell any of them that you were puking, how did you not go to the reception? Oh, I guess they were just doing pictures of getting ready for a friend. Okay, so I answer my own question. They probably didn't have to go to the reception because it doesn't sound like they were like the main photographer. Right? Yeah, maybe. I guess that might, that might be the... Uh I'm trying to read back to the beginning of this. Yeah. So they said that they did getting ready pictures as a favor for a friend. And then it says that they didn't make it to the reception. So that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. That these puking stories, man, like I have never been more afraid to puke at a wedding in my whole life. I've never done it. But if this happens to me, I know what to do because these people are handling it like true actors and actresses. They are just (laughs) what a performance, honestly. Yeah, I I I don't I don't get nauseous very often and I'll be honest when I do get sick and get to that level of sick where I am nauseous game over. It, I'm I act like I'm a dead person. You do. You Charlie can't do to, anything. Like, check out because if I'm throwing up, I there it's game over for me. It yeah. happens so like few and far between that it just puts me out of commission. Yeah. Okay, next one. Okay, so my first maternity couple shoot they were, oh, now I'm struggling. They were a family of one. Oh, a family of one of my good friends. I literally was like, a family of one? Isn't that just it's a It's hard, single man. Person? It's hard out here. <laughs> okay, I'm starting over. Okay, so my first maternity's, maternity couple shoot, they were a family of one of my good friends, so my nerves weren't too bad, and I was super excited. Get to the location, and we introduced ourselves and started to shoot. So I was giving direction to the husband, saying, okay, Matt, could you lower your hand a bit? Matt, could you kiss her forehead? And so on and so forth. We finished the session, and everything went great, except for the fact that I got the husband's name wrong the entire time. His name was Jake, and I didn't realize that until I was sending their gallery lucky enough he was fine he was fine and found it funny but his wife told me during the session he told her rachel keeps calling me matt good thing we are good friends and they still hired me again for their newborn photos <laughs> wow well good what a good happy ending had a uh, good sense of humor yeah because some people could have been really offended it's true and firsthand experience here remembering names it's hard especially if you've been communicating with like one of the people, like, so just one person from the couple and then they both show up like remembering that second person's name is actually so hard. Like I have so many times messed up a guy's name and then like, like because I work with so many couples, like I think I worked with like Lindsay and Andrew and then I had another shoe and it was Lindsay and Michael like a year later, but I kept wanting to call him Andrew. So it's like, it's, it's hard. Like yeah, I it's hard when feel the it. couple's names are close as well too. Right. But even just remembering like names in general, like when you do shoot after shoot every single day, like it's hard. Yeah. I've had it the other way around where I keep getting called something funny. The entire Oh day. yeah. <laughs> you do. What was that one guy that called you? What did he call you? I don't, I don't even remember to be honest. Uh, there was something like not even close to Charlie, just way no. off. He was calling me something crazy. It was so funny. 
Yeah, and it was funny because I didn't really like. I wasn't correcting him or anything. So yeah, yeah Charlie just was just like this. It. Uh, it was like Matt or something. I don't know. I just kind of went by Matt for the yeah. rest of the day. It was, oh, goodness. I literally don't remember, but it was so funny because at the end of the night, we signed the guest book with Cassidy and whatever it was that they were calling you. Yeah. Because like at the end of the night, he realized that he was calling Charlie by the wrong name and he kept apologizing like over and over and yeah, over again. The, the, it was the groom. The groom felt really terrible. Yeah. Because it was a smaller intimate wedding. Too, yeah. And we were like in the house with these people all day long. Yeah. But yeah, so it was funny because they had this like keepsake that all of their guests signed at this really small intimate wedding. And so we signed it as Cassidy and the name that he kept calling me. So yeah, funny little inside joke. Very funny. All right. You have the next one, Charlie. I don't know why you're sitting there. (laughs) Sorry. I was just thinking to myself, like, if you guys are out there, do you do you yourselves sign people's? Uh, like take home gifts from receptions. Yeah. I, that's just a funny thought to me. Yeah. Because Cassidy and I do that. We usually we do. Become friends with the bride and groom, but I don't know. <laughs> I just thought to myself, I was like, I don't know if that's actually a popular thing for people to do. I know. And sometimes I'm like, will they appreciate that I'm doing this or are they going to think it's weird that I'm signing their guest book? Yeah, I don't think we do it with everybody. I think it's mainly the people that we like really are vibe vibing with. with. Yeah. yeah. Or so. Well, also sometimes we don't have time to. Yeah, or so. we don't like, yeah, I mean, if we don't catch it quick enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so let me make sure I'm at the right spot here in my notes. Um, You're at Melissa. Yes. So, Melissa, here is Melissa's story. I was kneeling down up at the altar during the ceremony, capturing the bride walking down the aisle. I went to get up, and my foot got caught on my kimono I was wearing, and I fell on my butt in front of the entire guest list super embarrassing yeah um that sucks how do you like you don't you can't play that off you just take the l accept the fact that you just embarrass embarrass yourself in front of all these people just move on yep and don't look back that is tough sorry melissa that sucks Honestly, I heard this didn't happen to me, but it happened to someone I know. They had their foot like get stuck in their jumpsuit because you know how like those long jumpsuits like sometimes they have wider legs and I guess like they were taking a step and their foot got caught in it and then they literally toppled over and like broke their camera and like fell on someone like a grandma or something like that. It's horrible. All right. So this next one is from Hattie. I just started my photography page literally one week in and one of my friends photographers build on their engagement photos. So uh, she asked me to take, to take them. I got to the location, which was 20 minutes from my college and missed the turn. I tried to U-turn in the road and my tire got stuck and my car was in the middle of the road on a random back road in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't get it out and had to call my roommate to come. I had to leave my keys and car in the middle of the road while I did my first engagement session. That is wow. Like the fact that you still did the session, (laughs) I probably would have been like, I'm sorry. My car is stuck. Like can't move. Am I missing it? I'm trying to see why it was stuck. Was it snowy? Tire got stuck. He said, tried to do a U-turn in the road and my tire got stuck. Huh? Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. 
Yeah, okay. that's a tough spot too, you know, when your vehicle's just blocking everything. <laughs> right. And, and then you leave like, your well, car I, in the middle of the road. Yeah, I have a session to do, so everybody can just deal with my car. Okay, we have two left. All right, here is the next one from Ellie. When I was just beginning as a photographer, a girl reached out and asked if I could take pictures for her YouTube profile. When I gave her my prices, she was unhappy. So, like an idiot, I decided to give her a special <laughs> deal. Ten photos for $10, which is freaking ridiculous. Afterwards, we discussed what she was looking for, her style, location, and time, etc. She said she had a location in mind, but wasn't exactly sure of where it was. Fast forward to the day of the shoot, and she still hadn't sent me the address. She finally did an hour before the shoot. Then she told me she couldn't meet at the time we discussed because she had to get money from the bank. I hadn't left yet and still had plenty of time, so I was fine until she asked me to pick her up for the shoot. Um, She sent me her address, which was 40 minutes from where I was and about 20 minutes from the location we picked to shoot. At this point, the stupid $10 wouldn't even cover my gas, so I ended up telling her we'd reschedule. But we never did because I was conveniently busy for the foreseen future. (laughs) $10. Why is this chick going to the bank for $10? Yeah, I was like, oh, I mean... I can relate because I never have cash on me. So if you're, but if you're, why like Venmo, can't you Venmo or cash anything? at me? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> PayPal me. Yeah. That literally, the fact that they like address or Ali addressed the fact that it was like a ridiculous price to start, and then the fact that it didn't even cover like their gas. That's so funny. Ellie, your work is worth more than ten dollars. Yes, ten photos for ten dollars. You're kidding. That's like for me. That's like. Going to Starbucks one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, she's not getting. Cassie does get ten dollars drinks. I do. No, I get <laughs> like I get an iced matcha with the cold foam and extra pumps of this and that. You know, I have to get it all. Wow, crazy, Ellie. That is a crazy story. All right, final one. Going out with a bang. So basically, I take pictures of cars at sideshows or just in general, and I have two of them. So one is that I got hit by a car coming towards me, but I was okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> also, yeah, I got hit by a car as I was trying to take photos of it. No big deal. <laughs> I was fine. Oh, it was just so casual. And also when I was doing a roller shot, parentheses, your car, you're in a car sticking out the window, taking a picture of another car while moving. And my camera fell and broke my lens and that was it. Man. Wow. Just short and to the point. Like Whoever you are, this is an anonymous story, but maybe you should stop doing car photography. <laughs> well, honestly, I'm sure that they're good. I just feel like there's, like, it just sounds very dangerous. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'm obviously joking. Like, do your thing if you love it. But if you've been hit by a car and you dropped your camera out a window when you're trying to do, like, a moving shot, like, you got to put a little more thought. Charlie, into what you're doing. you got to sacrifice for the, the shot, you oh know, goodness, this, this is crazy because I've like done photos like outside of a car window too. And like, or even like if I'm holding my camera, like over a balcony or something, I get so nervous that I'm going to drop it. And then like my nightmare is coming to life, like reading the story. Well, the other thing is we don't shoot with straps. 
Yeah, that's true. I wonder if this person has a strap. Yeah. Yeah. If next time you shoot out of the car, just get a strap on it and you'll strap be fine. Up. Yeah. But also, are you okay that you got hit by the car? Like you said you were okay, but like, are you? Yeah, you don't really need to just gloss over the fact that you got hit by a car. You don't just get hit by a car. You got hit by a car. <laughs> Maybe it was just like a very casual, just like a little dink. Like they hit you just a little bit and then you they realized and then they stopped. Yeah, I just got hip checked by a car. Yeah, like taps. Like that's fine. Yeah, I, like I would that. survive that. Wow. All right. That is it for horror stories for today. We had some interesting ones. Lots of migraines, a um, little bit of car action, someone threatening to sue. All great things. Good amount of puke. Uh, that's what, Yeah. Puke, migraines, same thing. Yep. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you like this episode. And I'm going to do lots of more like submission type episodes in the future just because I think they're so fun. So those are going to be on my Instagram story. If you want to head over to my Instagram, make sure you follow me so you can see all of the forms and submissions that you can submit a story on. I mean, if you've got a good story, I want to hear it. Like we'll talk about it on the podcast. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Adios. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment or keep my sanity. No wisdom rushing in. So.